0: Welcome to Room 4216. I'm so glad you've come.
1: um, did, um dum dum did, um, dum 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 uh, dum Ouch! Mm.
2: Hi, Cecilia, how are oh, you? hi, Pastor Dave. Uh, I'm doing fine. Oh, but... good.
1: Isn't it a beautiful day? It is. Oh, it's a wonderful yeah. day. It's good to be here in Room 4216
2: with you and all the listeners. Uh, love this time I of I can't wait. But you, um, you were saying "ouch" as you came in here. Oh, what's going on? Yeah,
1: I just, I just bumped my hand when I came to the desk.
2: Oh, uh, are
1: are you okay? I mean. Oh yeah, well yeah. I just got some cuts on my hands, and I bumped one of the cuts.
2: (sighs) Pastor Dave, Mm. Uh, probably it was with a saw or something, right? You're always Um,
1: woodworking. No, no, not this time.
2: Um, All right, what did you do? When we hands. moved
1: into this house, we had a shed in the backyard. And it was, oh, the shed was seven by eight. And it looks like a little barn with two little barn doors on it. It's the Aww, cutest it's cute. little thing. But it was lime green. My wife said, the very first thing we're going to do is paint that barn. And so, oh, you know okay. what? We had to pay uh, Tori uh, a couple bucks to okay, go paint that thing and paint band? it from lime
2: green to white. White's a, not, well... Okay, but again, I ask you, what does this have to do with your hand? Well, um, mm.
1: well, that was seven years ago, and, and then about uh, two years after that, I noticed the bottom of the shed was starting to rot out, and it was just kind of uh, oozing. You could almost stick okay. your foot through a little bit. and yeah. So so I got some boards, and I put them around the edge but and, what? and that sealed was seven that years up ago. and painted that up, and I cocked it up, and and it was great.
2: Uh, yes. But what does this have to do with your hand?
1: Oh, well, that was five years ago. Well, this summer, I said to my wife, you know, the paint is peeling off this barn, and the boards that I put out at the bottom are starting to fall off. I guess I better fix the boards, and we better repaint it. And yes. she said, uh, no, that thing right. ain't worth painting anymore. It's, it's starting to droop and wilt, and, and those boards, we decided to take it down. So, ah, I started So
2: you got the, your hand cut on a nail or something as you pulled down the shed, right?
1: No, not at all. No. Nope. Okay. I started taking it down. Oh, this is several months ago. Um <sighs> Uh, Pastor Dave, four by eight by four by eight Always sheet. yell at me about and babbling? And then I cut it uh, up in pieces. And believe it or not, I, well, first I had to start with the shingles. I had to take off. There were two layers of shingles on this thing. Bubble, and, bubble, 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 bubble. and I put them into the, into the, um, uh, garbage can week by week. And the garbage man took away the entire shed.
2: And what? I ask you yet again, does this have to do with your poor hand?
1: Okay, this week I did keep some of the panels because they were reasonably good. Yes. And we decided, uh, after scoping this out, to to reuse some of them and, and build not a shed, but just kind of a, like a little small lean-to, something to put the lawnmower in underneath the, the, the deck in behind the house to put the lawnmower in and the wheelbarrow so they'd keep dry. Sure. And as I was doing that, I got cut several times in my hands and the uh, my finger got black and blue, my uh, pointer finger, the the nail, because uh, two of the blocks that I was using got smashed and that smashed my finger and all. and Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: aren't you concerned about the nail falling off your finger or nah. infection? Or I'm colorblind. Something? Oh. Obviously.
1: So this shed that was uh, just impossible to use again, we decided to take it down and and then uh, from the scrap material uh, build just something really small, convenient, nice uh, to um, uh, continue on uh, uh, holding our garden things. And...
2: Okay then. <laughs>
1: Today we begin our study uh, in Genesis chapter 6. We learned last week on how bad the world had begotten that God decided that only one person found favor, Noah, and that he would destroy the rest of the world with a flood.
2: But, Pastor Dave, how bad could the world really have been? I mean, only one person in a world of... Oh, millions? Mm Mm-hmm. And you thought I was
1: just rambling, rambling, rambling about my lime shed, turn white, added boards, peeling paint, tear it down, throw it away bit by bit, build it up into something else. Not at all. all That shed got so bad, there was just no way to leave it stand. I was embarrassed that the neighbors would go, that thing is, can you please do something with that? And that's why I suggested painting. And, And Deb said, there's no way the structure is that bad that you just can't cover it up. That's how bad the world was. It had gotten so bad in God's sight that he couldn't cover it up. He couldn't mend it. He couldn't. He had to take it down. He had to rebuild it. He took what he could, and then he rebuilt with that a new world. Let's actually do some reading here in Genesis chapter 6. I think we're picking up at verse
2: 11. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. Violence? I mean, we've got violence today. We've got violence when we turn on the radio. We've got violence when we uh, uh, look in our email. I mean, we've got violence on TV. I've got... Friends who won't even listen to the news because all they hear is violence, violence, violence. So what's the difference between the violence of years ago, they didn't even have guns or or ammunition or tanks or bombs, and the violence of today? Well, are you done? I could go on.
1: I bet you could. Okay, I better answer. There's a couple things. One The majority of people worldwide really don't want violence. When you really look at how much violence there is, it's very small. Um, When you look at the mass of people and how they're living peaceful lives compared to the few percentages that are the violent, the problem we have today, I'm going to say problem, the issue we have today or what's going on today is we're hearing about it all the time. (sighs) And we have it, as you mentioned, in radio, email, TV.
2: Not to mention computer games. But
1: years ago, even prior to the, well, even during the the time of the Pony Express, it got there in a few days, there was the telegraph. It was spreading about uh, bank robberies and such. Go before that, there wasn't as much. And so the the violence is really about the same um, and is not worse violence today. Add to that, think of the most violent times of our world, and yet God did not stop it. I think of World War II. I've read so many Mm, stories about it, how violent and cruel things were, and God didn't stop it. Put that as the backdrop to, this was so violent, God said he had to. And really, how
2: violent? Read verse 12 now. God saw how corrupt the earth was become, for all the people on earth Had corrupted their ways. Okay. How many times did it use the word corrupt? Uh,
1: Two. And how about in verse 11? Uh, uh, At least once. Yeah. So three times it spoke about how God saw how corrupt things were. Only once was violence. God sees into the heart. Remember, these people were old. I mean, they could get old up to eight, 900 years. Mm-hmm. And so they had years and years and years of practice at this. So they didn't have the prison institutions that we have today. I'm not sure what they did. Um, and so people would be violent and go on being violent and go on being violent. And then people would retaliate. Before the flood, it was literally, well... And add to that, really from God's point of view, the corruption means away from him and his heart. That's how Noah found favor. He looked to God and wanted to know about God, because it said he walked with God. That meant he listened to him, talked with him. The world was so corrupt, no one did, except for Noah, except Noah. Now, Today, there's, no oh, what, 4 billion people in the world? No, I think it's 6, is uh, 5 isn't billion, it? 6 billion. Uh-huh. Well, there's millions of Christians in the U.S. Yes. There's millions of Christians in India. There's a big underground in China. So we're not talking about one person versus millions and billions. Where that's the way it was. The world was so corrupt, there was only one person left. And rest of them... In their heart to the core were evil and God did this not only to punish them but to save Noah so that they would not corrupt him
2: so God said to Noah
0: I am going to put an end to all people For the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. This is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. Make a roof for it and finish the ark to within 18 inches of the top. Put a door in the side of the ark, and make lower, middle, and upper decks. I am going to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens, every creature that has the breath of life in it. Everything on earth will perish. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark, you and your sons, and your wife, and your sons' wives with you. You are to bring to the ark two of all living creatures male and female to keep them alive with you two of every kind of bird of every kind of animal and of every kind of creature that moves along the ground will come with you to be kept alive you are to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and store it away as food for you and for them
2: noah did everything just as god commanded him the Lord told Noah to build him an arky arky Lord told Noah
1: to build him an arky arky Build it out of go for barky barky Children of the Lord So right. You know, it's this very chapter, which we just finished reading, that causes consternation, difficulty, and a lot of people to believe that the Bible just can't be true. Chapter 1, God said in the word, let it be. That's pretty hard to believe. And here we have God saying to Noah, build an ark. Noah. Noah build an ark, and all the animals, all the life of the world that we now see is was on this boat? Come on, get real.
2: So goes the thought of many. You have a very good point. Noah was one man. How could he possibly have built this thing? He didn't have the modern conveniences we have today. He didn't have a local zoo and send me a bunch of animals. He didn't have a supermarket to go and buy food at. He didn't have a local Lowe's, Menards, Home Depot to go and say I need uh, this and such many 2x4s and whatever. And he certainly didn't have modern power tools like Pastor Dave loves to use. Did hey, he? Watch it. Watch it there. So, what, what but first of all, I want to know, how big was this arc? Hmm. We got some measurements, but that doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah, 50 cubits wide, 30 cubits tall. 300 cubits long, mm-hmm. uh, according to the the. the and Bible? what's a cubit? A cubit
1: is the measurement from your elbow to your fingertip. Oh. It's anywhere between
2: 18 and 22 inches long. By the way, the cubit is a word that was used in... Versions of the Bible, like the King James and uh, a couple of others, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, NIV measures it uh, in feet, and it um, uh, so we had like uh, 450 feet long or something like that. And
1: but the idea is first to make the point: the cubit, as I had mentioned, was a variation. We really don't know exactly because. The measurement wasn't too exact yeah, as looking, we have today. But I'm, let's just take roughly what we can guess at. Okay. And it would be about 75 feet wide
2: to 100 feet wide by 50 feet tall by 450 feet long. That doesn't make much sense to me. And I can look at my elbow to my fingertip and go, oh, that's a cubit? Okay. Okay. Let's, let's take the the left to right, 75
1: to 100, and f- 100 feet. Mm-hmm. Um. You live in a house. Yes. If you walk from one edge to the property to the other, that's about 50 feet. So it would be two houses. You've got to walk two houses one way. <sighs> okay. And then you'd have to walk about a whole, almost a block long. Well, let's see. What else could we do? How about it, um, uh, a, a Walgreens store? Have you
2: been in a Walgreens store? Yes. Bigger than that. Bigger than a Walgreens store? Um, what about what about as big as a shopping mall? Is it is it shopping mall is too big? Oh,
1: some of the uh, WalMarts it would be about the same size as a Walmart. Now wait a minute.
2: There are different sizes of WalMarts right. these days.
1: That's why I said some. It'd okay. be the 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 simpler WalMarts, not uh, the
2: supercenter ones, not right. with the grocery stores and all that. Right. But the simple Walmart that's got your basic departments.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so it would be about that long and about that wide?
1: No, no, that would be too wide. Probably half as wide. Some churches would be about the right size, hmm. uh, but it's not your small little country church. It'd be a, a, a medium sized church. And then we're talking also 50 feet tall. That's why I'm thinking of a church. Sometimes they'll then go way high with the echo sound. hmm. Uh, An apartment building, four to five stories tall. That would be about right. Hmm. So we're talking a good-sized boat. Yep, and he built it. I don't think we should think of these men as cavemen back in Noah's day. They're just as brilliant as us. After all, uh, the, the pyramids, do they know how the pyramids were built? Uh. No. No,
2: not really. And those
1: things are stone, and they're tall, and we don't know that. And yet they did. So and they had a lot more people working on those, too. They had people working on it? Noah probably had help. He could have hired people coming back to the ark. Hmm. And they may have laughed at him the whole time as they were building it. But they were earning their wages. That's right. And they were happy to take their money, and who knows what they did with it. Um, from what it says, they're probably sinful things. But the point is, is, though Noah was... My guess is, and from what I've read and what you've read, he was the director of the building. He did it, but he had help. And and so it was able to be done, and they knew how to do construction. So let's talk about the construction just a
2: little. Okay. You did a little reading on that. I did. Mm-hmm. The ark was made of, uh, well, the NIV says cypress wood, but the actual terminology is gopher wood. And... Uh, we don't know what gopher wood was exactly. It's not used anywhere else in the Bible. My
1: guess is they said cypress because that's common wood now made and used in shipwright.
2: It doesn't rot. Mm. And that's the main reason for it. Okay. I know that. Um, the ark was lined both inside and outside with pitch. Hmm. And the... And, uh, if anyone knows the story of Moses, this is the same pitch that was used when uh, his mother built the basket boat that kept him safe when he was a baby. And so if you go out to the road and you reach down and you touch the ground, it would have felt something like the asphalt on the road.
1: Oh, very thick, very hard. That mm-hmm. makes sense. It would fill the cracks, help it be waterproof. Yes, mm-hmm. yes.
2: The Ark had uh, three decks. I mm-hmm. uh, saying that. And uh, there was a door in the side of the ark, and there was a cover, or uh, they believe it might have been uh, kind of a roof uh, on the ark.
1: And as I recall, didn't it say right below the roof, all the way around the edge, it was 18 inches or a cubit left open. And of course, that would have been for air and sunlight. Mm-hmm. And with a bit of an overhang, it would have stopped it from raining in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, the rain came for 40 days. We'll read about that in the next chapter. And they were in it for a year. So all these animals and Noah in there for a year. How in the heck did he feed and water? And did he let them go out and take a walk on the deck or what?
2: Let's take a moment to prepare and uh, talk about that.
0: The on earth,
1: Did a little reading and research on it, and and really, it's not that astounding of a thing. I mean, I I was at my uncle's farm, and he had these these shoots. It's kind of like a, uh, a half of a straw, and food would just mm-hmm. slide down it. Called them uh, shoots into the a, into the where the, uh, farm into animals the trough were? yeah okay. where the animals were and then uh, uh water would be piped back then you don't have to have copper pipes you could have bamboo pipes and and bamboo is hollow and you just kind of have a that same pitch material holds them together water be pumped boom, 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 boom. so there you go you got food you got water and um, <laughs> probably after the rain he probably did have him come out and walk for a little bit and uh, would have been there for about a year there we go.
2: That's it? That's that's all you're going to... After all that research, that's all you're going to say? What more is there? I mean, they're in a boat, there's
1: animals, they had to take care of it, pitch manure, feed them, water them, make sure they're alive, and then a year later, they walked out. But, but Pastor Dave, there's so
2: much more to it than that. Like what? Well, like what? Like, how did they live? How did they how did they take care of, of how many animals were there? And how did they take care of making sure that the animals were not just fed, but comfortable? And, and what was, what kind of food did they eat? And, and didn't it smell? And what kind of things (laughs) might they have done for the fun of
1: I'm sure it smelled, and I would think their life was very much like a farm life, where you get up in the morning, you take care of the animals, and you fall claps into bed exhausted. And you got up in the morning and ate breakfast, and well, I got to do cage one fifty-seven today. Yeah, I saw it was oh, breaking. Oh, but there's so
2: much more than that. Oh, see. This is the difference between you and me, I think. And it's not a bad difference. Mm. You're very practical. Mm-hmm. You are the one that... You're a dreamer. I admit that. <laughs> and, and sometimes I wish I were more practical than I were. But a lot of times I don't regret that. I like getting into the story. When I, when I want to teach something or when I want to learn something, I want to be able to get so close that I can touch and experience The story and and that's what i want for you people when i when i teach something i want to be able to share that experience with you as close as i possibly can Mm. um i did a lot of reading and yeah there were shoots for the food like some of you have guide dogs or or other pets did you ever think about those dog feeders that you have or cat feeders that you have where you put the food into the top okay and then the food like Uh, Pastor Dave said with his uncle at the farm it goes down the ramp kind of like it does for the dog feeder or cat feeder and it goes into the 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 bowl where the animal eats it and then more food falls as uh, the bottom empties the the top uh, food falls down until of course the top gets empty and then they have to refill it from a bigger container. Well that was the way they think that that Noah's family dealt with animals and water was uh done i never even thought of bamboo as an option i always thought of pipes as metal hmm. um and then they had these they think or it's thought that that there were spigots spigots could be used to and they had a plentiful supply of water of course you know? Absolutely.
1: And the um, spigot just
2: turns on and off the water so that they could control the water getting to the animals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I found this really fascinating. We'll tell you about where we get this, this research later. There are these things called moon pools that are used. It's like a hole in the bottom of the ship. And as the waves moved up and down, their uh, water could be circulated and they could bring waste to a central collection point where they, it could be removed. And the, mo- the motion of the ship on the waves would circulate that waste away um, and thus uh, keep the ship clean. I'm guessing from what you're saying with a moon pool, this
1: isn't just a Noah's Ark thing and boom, it's gone out of history. No. But you've seen it elsewhere in
2: history where this is done on ships. One of the people from uh, AnswersInGenesis.org, and I do want to extend Mm -hmm. my thanks to them, Um, Troy told me that if the technology existed in the 1600s, then it could have existed back in Bible times. And so I'm guessing that these moon pools existed back then, Mm -hmm. and that some of these other things, which we've been talking about, uh, both on land and on sailing ships, existed back then.
1: just we aren't familiar with it and so don't know about Mm it. So rise and shine, and give God the glory, glory, rise and shine, and give God the glory, glory, rise and shine, and give God the glory, glory, children of the Lord. Okay, I guess Noah wasn't just your old country bumpkin hick who didn't know what he was doing, but was a rather sophisticated guy who could make a boat A big giant boat. But what about all the
2: animals? How did he get them? Well, if God said have two of every kind of animal, and he wanted to save them, don't you think he would have made sure that they came to Noah? Oh, God brought them. Duh.
1: All right. But you mentioned two of every kind. Mm -hmm. So two polar bears, two brown bears, two black bears, two grizzly bears, two teddy bears. (laughs) Cute.
2: Mm -hmm. Cute. Not uh, according to the research that I read. Mm -hmm. It's believed that kind of animal goes along with like family of animal. So, for instance, you could have. Species. Yeah. Not species. You could have a wolf. And a dog, because they can crossbreed with one another, and so that you'd have more than uh, just one co- mm-hmm. more than just one
1: type of animal. And I mentioned the bears; two bears from the genetic tree, you could
2: get all the other bears. Mm-hmm. Everything that had the breath of life in its nostrils. So, for instance, uh, sharks could survive the flood outside because they didn't need the breath
1: of life. In this lesson today, we have talked about the ark, its size, the animals, how God brought them on, how Noah took care of them. Now let's just take a step back, because we shouldn't lose sight of a couple things. One. God did this because he wanted to destroy, or almost destroy the world that he made because man's heart had turned so evil. Number two, God's heart was merciful, loving. Otherwise, he would have destroyed the entire world, but instead, he made a way of salvation for the family whose heart looked to him and trusted in him and would start a new world. Our God is a God of love. Our God is a God of second chances. Our God does that for you and me too.
2: We welcome your feedback and comments. Please write to us at info. I-N-F-O at not-alone, NOt- dot net. And as God constantly reminds us, we are not alone. Credits. Interlude Musicians, Terry Nord, and Robert Vaughn. Arky Arky, from Kids Praise 2, Joy Fuliest Noise, Ernie Retino, and Debbie Kerner Retino. Inside Noah's Ark, Why It Worked, Tim Chaffee, and Laurel Welch, Copyright Answers in Genesis 2017, and special thanks to the websites Answers in Genesis.org and arkencounter.com.